So hello, welcome to our new show. It's called uh, hey. Most Dangerous. Hmm? Good evening. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> well, you know, we're all new to this, so well, I know. Let's, get, let's go. So welcome to our new show. It's called The Most Dangerous Podcast, and we're going to be discussing dangerous things. The world's most dangerous, isn't it? No, it's just the most dangerous. I thought, it was, I thought we called it The World's. I think I think someone else has called there's the world's most dangerous podcast. So I don't know. Yeah, but ours has got to be the world. I mean, like the world. It's surely the world's most dangerous. That, that's more interesting than just. Yeah, but there's there's the bigger places in the world. Ours could be. Ours is the most dangerous. What's bigger than the world? What? Is, what? The universe, galaxies. So we could call it the universe's most dangerous podcast. We could do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we've got some subjects to talk about. We've got uh, Mount Everest, which we'll cover tonight. We've got um, fish. Uh, was one of your ideas there, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we do fish. Fish, yeah. Um, uh, I'll dance. do fish. I think you'll dance. do fish, right? You're, you're doing dance. 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 There's a dance that can actually kill you. Yes. No, there's not. Don't tell lies. What? I, I mean, intrigued about the dance. Are we really? There's the really, a really dance that can kill yeah, you. Yeah, there's a dance so dangerous it can actually kill you. Anyway, that's that's coming up, I suppose. That's coming up today. So today we're going to look at Mount Everest, um, which is not actually the most dangerous mountain in the world. Um, There's one called Annapurna uh, nearby. Oh yeah! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on. So we're doing like the world, not the world, the most dangerous podcast, and your first choice is not the most dangerous mountain that is true but it, it's not the it's not the most dangerous percentage wise well, well but it's the most dangerous because the most people be, die this should be a launching pad of like the most pad. dangerous shit going start as you mean to go on start exactly and then you've picked the, the second most dangerous i think it no i think it's actually the fourth or fifth um well, really so it's not, yes. it's not even it's not even up there it's not even in like yeah it's not in the top Europa three league level so yeah, so basically, although Everest doesn't have the highest percentage of deaths, it's got the most deaths each year because the most people try and climb it, and it to me that makes it the most dangerous. Okay, we'll give you that. Um, I'm, I'm listening. Okay, so Everest is obviously the tallest mountain in the world. Um, I think most people know that you learn that at school. Um, at a height of eight thousand eight hundred and forty-eight meters, or twenty-six thousand feet, roughly. So when you think you're in an airplane at thirty-eight thousand feet. Everest is kind of three quarters of the way there. So, so, so how, how tall is it again? Sorry. 8,848 meters. And what's the average height of a plane when you're flying to, or, or like, you know, when, when you're in an aircraft? About 12,000 meters. So, you know, it's 8,000. Yeah, so, so you're two thirds, three quarters of the way there. Wow. That's incredible. Um, That's huge, isn't it? That's massive. It's huge, yeah. Um, it was named Mount Everest after Sir George Everest, who was a British severe general in India. Um, and George never actually wanted the peak to be in his name because he had nothing to do with his discovery, but they did it anyway. Yeah, well, he didn't know, did he? Because you don't discover a mountain. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah, I like, think it. I think it had been there a lot longer than him. Yeah, yeah it's like so, I, I claim this mountain to be mine. It's yeah. like there's like some dudes who are just like <laughs> who've been there for thousands of years, calling it like I don't know, Big Peak or whatever. And then this British dude comes along and says, "I'm George Everest. I'm going to call this Everest." Yeah. So basically, he was the first guy to decide it was going to be called that. Well, it wasn't George. <laughs> it was. It wasn't George. It was. Oh, um, Edward, Edward Everest. 
it doesn't actually say who gave it its name. It was named after Sir George Everest. Oh, uh, we see, but someone else had, came yeah, along and said George I'm Everest really had nothing him. to do with it. They what just named it after him. What a dick! Like I know. I'm, I'm going to call it after that guy. You just call it after <laughs> yourself, surely. Just go. Oh, that, I'm uh, going to call it my mountain. So something most people learn in school, Edmund Hillary was the first to reach the peak in 1953. Uh, I, I always thought, I didn't I didn't know. I thought that was the guy that got to the North Pole. Am I, think I wrong? He did. I think he did. I think he did go to the North Pole as well. Sorry, I've not read the notes here. I'm not sure he was the first guy to go to the North Pole. I know Edmund Hillary went to the North wasn't, Pole. Wasn't like cause he was like a great explorer, wasn't he? Yes, in the day, he was, and, yeah. like, and he did all these amazing feats and you know, put he was an ex- and stuff and Ex-military guy, built like a machine, apparently. Um, but no one ever remembers the guy that was actually with him because he wasn't on his own. Was that Edward Everest or whatever his name was? No, it was not. It was a man called Tenzing Norgay. Who? Tenzing Norgay, a Nepalese native. Uh, oh, actually really? climbed it with him. He's, he's, but... he's probably done it like a hundred times before. Oh yeah, it was his third, third, third time <laughs> that afternoon. British guy just rocks up and says, uh... "He's like, yeah, I'll show you." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Is this way, mate. <laughs> yeah, up here. Um, so, couple of couple of wee facts. Um, how long do you think it takes to climb Mount Everest? Because uh... I, I I had a figure in my head. Yeah, probably like um, an afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> go, up, go up, you know. There's probably a pub at the top. Yeah, a and just get the tram back down. Get the, get the, you know, one of those things, what they call the, um, the cart, back down, but, and then you're laughing. Well, I knew they had camps. I knew that they camped. Um, I yeah, thought I had a figure bottom. of, yeah, I had a figure of about a week. Um, it actually takes 43 days. Sure. Sure. 43 days. To climb, actually get out to the. To the 20, 26 from base camp. So sure, obviously yeah. that's what seven that's seventeen days uh to get to base camp. Hang on, well so so it takes you seventeen days to get to the actual bottom of the mountain. <laughs> yeah, to get to the bottom. <laughs> and then it takes you another what 30, 40 days to get up. Another twenty six days to climb to the days top. To get to the top. Yep. That's amazing, man. That, that's mad. So you imagine you're not only climbing the highest mountain in the world, you're taking a month's worth of food and drink with you on your back. That's Because like, I always <laughs> imagine like it's kind of like you just rock up and go, all right, here we go. You know, like Snowdonia. Uh-huh. Yeah, Snowdonia. You can do that and you're in the pub for three o'clock to watch the football, aren't you? Um, sure, they've got a pub at the top of there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I think they have. They've got, a, I mean, they've certainly got a visitor center where you can buy a magnet and a rubber oh, or something. A, uh, a razor and a razor rubber. Um, what? what? Hang on. Whoa. What? Why would you want a fridge, magnet? Fridge magnet. Oh, like I conquered yeah. Snowdonia. I conquered Snowdonia <laughs> and got back in time to watch the football. Um, you doubt you'd want that privilege, though. <laughs> so another um, another fact that um, you kind of think that Mount Everest is this like incredible feat. Um, but apparently, um, it's up to 800 people per year actually climb Mount Everest. Right, so it's a piece of piss then, basically. Yeah, but it has got a death Anyone rate of one percent. So eight 1%. of them, eight of them don't make it. Ah, well, you know, their fault. Um, Losers. And the most interesting facts that I actually discovered were the deaths on Everest. Um, and I was looking at the facts: ascending in summit bid. 
So that's the people doing the last bit, trying to get to the summit from the last camp is 20. Sorry, say that again. I didn't catch that. So, so, so what, there's been out, 200 deaths. 250, roughly. Since since what? Since when have you got that? Forever. No. Since the start. No. What? Since, yeah, since records began. Suppose, yeah. Since records began, yeah. I mean, that doesn't include probably people in the 1800s and stuff. And all the, um, the, the natives running up and down. like it's, Yeah. You know, That's it, yeah. Nip not to get some snow. Um, so... <laughs> as, as, <laughs> Ascending, ascending. Everyone needs snow. Everyone needs snow, man. Best snow up there. Ascending in the summit bid is twenty. So that's the last little bit getting up. Twenty people have died, which I would have thought. All right, so like the, the final peak. The bit. final bit, yeah. The last, um, the last eight hundred meters. Um, descending. The last eight hundred. Oh, imagine how gutted you'd be. I know. You'd <laughs> <laughs> like, see it. <laughs> you're literally there, like you know. Um, how many people was that? How many people died that? There? That would be that would be what forty two days into your forty three day journey. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> just one more push. Like come on, mate. And how many people was that again? Sorry, twenty. 20 but oh, devastating. Coming back down from the summit to the last camp is ninety. Oh, I mean, is that so worse? The, the majority have actually died coming back down than going. Oh, up. that's devastating, isn't it? That, that'd know. be. I think that'd be like. Yeah, I've done it. It's, that's not paying attention. That's yeah. what that is. You'd be like, yeah, see, I've done it. And then you just the sprint, is, sprint back down, and then you just, you just misstep, and then you're rolling. Dead. If you didn't make it and you died, you'd be all right with that because you'd be dead. So people wouldn't really know that you didn't make it. But if, if you, you do it, it, you want to tell all your mates, and then you die before you get a chance to do that. Because no one would believe it. Like, oh, he died no. on my Everest. Did he make it? I don't know. Well, that's it. Was he going up or coming down? I don't know. <laughs> so you just assume that they didn't. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's an interesting fact. It says here that 120 people died during route preparation. <laughs> Is that getting to the base camp? Was that, I don't what, was know. That, that's I probably mean, that, like cooking, like firing up the barbecue. That could have <laughs> been someone. in their face. <laughs> yeah, someone sitting in their house in California preparing their route for Everest and they have a heart attack. Yeah, is that, I mean, is that... Is that or in the like, figures? Like plane crash on the way there or something. That's crash. a bit like um Everest. That's like when COVID started claiming assists, wasn't it? You know. Co- what uh, what? The death figures of COVID when they started claiming assists. Assists. Assists, yeah. People on people on their deathbed with cancer and then like they get COVID and Assisted die. By COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and it went down as a COVID figure, but it you know. <laughs> It definitely wasn't. Push you over the edge, assisted by COVID. Nice one. Yeah. Um, so that's the that's the kind of the interesting facts and figures. So James, I've got a couple of stories here I want to present to you about Everest um, uh, that I think might be might be interesting to you. So um, first one I, I came across was um, apparently there's a part of Mount Everest that is called Rainbow Valley. Um, and Rainbow Valley is a, a section of the peak that's so filled with dead bodies of climbers who perished whilst climbing on the peak no. um, that all their colourful clothes stand out in amongst the, no, that's, the snow. That's horrific. Um, Rainbow, it's, not, it's such a happy name uh, as well. Like you know, Rainbow now, Valley, dead people. <laughs> it's Rainbow Valley, but it is actually in the death zone. The death zone is the last 800 metres, which is no... Oh, is that the, the, bit, the bit we talked the, about? 
Yes, the last the last eight hundred meters where twenty people die going up, ninety people die coming down, oh um, and it's it's um, death zone. Obviously, sounds a bit bit harsh, so, so they've called it Rainbow Valley. Rainbow, but, 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 but so did they just leave the people there? I guess. Well, they have to. Yeah, apparently, um, if some of them uh, some of them die quite close to the path, um, other climbers will give them a bit of dignity by lifting them and chucking them down the side so that they're not in the way um, oh, def- what? <laughs> co- that- cover, cover them with some snow you know dignity D- dignity that's, yeah that's dignity yeah have you seen the oh, simpsons that- episode where homer slides down the side of the mountain on the dead guy when he climbs no, um i can't remember that one i remember the one where he like goes the down power the- source bars and he yeah. decides to climb the highest mountain in Springfield, and he finds the dead guy is frozen it, at the top and uses that, him as a is sledge. That the newest ones, because like they kind of they, they went downhill like season five, was it or something like something that? I remember like that, yeah. I remember the one where like he goes on the skateboard and then yeah. gets goes down the ridge, oh, yeah, jump, jump in the the gorge. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the one. Where um, he the yeah. So apparently, uh, people, yeah, they they just um, give them a little nudge off the side. Uh, so they're not in the way, um, and that's a bit, <laughs> bit of dignity for you. See you later. I mean, that's that's something you got to think. I mean, a lot of these people, some of them would have families and friends and stuff, and you know that their bodies just up there, a big frozen ice cube, just lying oh, there forever. So Never, you you just. Uh, I mean, another story that I'll I'll bring into this story is obviously there's a chap called Green Boots guy. Um, uh, I think is, heard about this guy. Yeah, so Green Boots died. He died, uh, they think, in the, um, the Everest disaster in 1996, and he was discovered in 2001 where a bit of snow Hang on. obviously. Hang on. Oh. What's the Everest disaster? The Everest disaster, it was the storm on Everest. They made a movie about it. Have you seen the movie Everest? Uh, was um, What's his face in it? Sylvester Stallone? No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he, was in, he was in one with a fucking big hill there, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. yeah what was that called? I'll have to look he, it up. He was in Demolition Man. <laughs> I don't think it was that. Um, the Everest yeah. disaster, um, where there was um, a load of climbers, they didn't think a storm was coming, a storm came and uh, <laughs> <laughs> blew, blew them off the edge. <laughs> to put it like bluntly. Yeah. Uh, there's no storm coming here. Oh, yeah. shit, there is. Um, so yeah, the storm turned up. I think you know it was one of these things when you it's it's a bit like the space missions. They'd spent that long getting to that that final camp that they were like, you know. So is is this like in the early storm. days? Is this in the early days of Everest? Climbing? This was nineteen ninety six. All oh, right, so it's kind of like being established. It's, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then they kind yeah. of just miscalculated the weather they miscalculated but like i said i think it was one of those things where you've got that far if you turn back you might never do it again you think there might be a storm let's take the chance let's just run up plunk a flag in run back down and we'll be sound um but <laughs> the st- the st- the st- i suppose that's the thing isn't it when you get so far yeah. up, up the side of it and you know i suppose you if, the weather, if, if the weather turns like that you just kind of go Oh, we'll just do it. Or, you know, we'll just hunt it. down for an hour or two and it'll pass. Risk and your then, life or go home and tell yeah, everyone you didn't do it. We just it's, say you um, did because no one's going to. Just say you did. I know. I left my flag up there. <laughs> go yeah. and have a look if Can you want. Ch- check. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, so Green Boots guy, he died in this, this 1996 disaster. 
Um, and he was discovered in 2001, obviously, there was some wind or something, some snow moved, and his legs and green boots were sticking out. Um, and he's he's in a prominent part. He's, he's near the peak, um, and he's actually become like um, like a checkpoint. People say, oh, have you passed green boots guy yet? Yeah, once you get to green boots guy, turn left and keep walking up. And, it's only 800 uh, metres. Yeah, so they, <laughs> it's only 800 oh, metres. Um, this is the worst bit. <laughs> but but Green Boots guy, what 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 really puzzled me is it says that it's speculated that the body belongs to an Indian climber known as now I apologize to Indians, Tiswang Pajur is my pronunciation of that. Um and Can you just say that again just for the record. Tiswang Pajur. Thank you. Um and they're saying that it's speculated that the body belongs to him. Um because he did go missing in nineteen ninety six. But I I think you've said that wrong. hmm? You've made it sound like there's some living dude in India and this body belongs to him. (laughs) (laughs) As far as... Shit, I left my body up there. Yeah, it's his body, basically. Yeah, so it's his. his, It's speculated that it is his body and he is with the body. Um, And... But what I keep thinking is, how can they speculate that? Because someone must have looked at the colour of his boots when he left that morning. I mean, surely they must know what he was wearing. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just unless like all his mates died with him. Yeah, or, or maybe he changed his boots um, halfway up, or who knows? Like, you know. Yeah. I suppose you'd want different coloured boots, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want them all the same colour. I, 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 oh, you know, I wouldn't like to be named after the colour of my boots. Green boots guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like sh- shit boots, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> um, Holy boot, man. So that's the that's the Rainbow Valley. That's the the death zone. That's um, despicable. It is, yeah. And that's again, that's why you know it makes me wonder. You know, like is it? You know, these people doing that. Um, they must know that that's a chance, and you're not going to be the first to do it. You're going to be the what the ten thousandth to do it, and you're you're risking your life. Yeah, I suppose um, you're right. Like it's not. Well, I don't know. You risk it your life to be seem... the first. Yeah, but but there is is there any firsts anymore? Because like this doesn't seem. It sounds ridiculous because it is a challenge. It must mm-hmm. be like you can't just rock up and go. I'm going to climb that like. You know, you've got to put in years of training. You know, they don't just accept anybody. As far as as far as I'm aware, you have to apply for a permit. Eight thousand pounds for the permit. Eight grand, right? Eight and grand. then you've got to do all the training. And how much does the kit cost? You know, that's costs between thirty and a hundred thousand pounds. To what to do the whole thing? To right? climb Everest, yeah. Right. So it's not like a. Well, it's, a, it's a rich man's game, isn't it? So it's oh, not it just is, something yeah. you just just rock up and do and like go. Oh yeah, I'm going to climb this. It's not like just like Snowdonia or whatever. No, you don't turn up yeah. with your sprayway and your rock ports on. Yeah, yeah like you know, yeah. did you did you bring your green boots with you? Yeah. Bottle of Coke Zero in your pocket, you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah let's go. Um, How long does it take, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, but but then saying that though, like so many people have re- must have reached the peak by now, and like I've seen pictures where. There's literally queues of people. Oh, it's rank. This is in my, my list of stories here. May the 22nd um, this year, um, they it experienced its first traffic jam of around 200 mountaineers lined up. 200, man. 200 like, lined up to reach the top. 2 million quid, peak. in it? 
something like that, yeah. Two million pounds worth. Apparently, the queue was longer than the most popular ride in Disney World. Um, and the climbers, <laughs> <laughs> the climbers stuck in the long queue that long um, that several of them actually just died of exhaustion or just oh, right. fell off several, the side. Several, of, several of them died, yeah. What were they called? Um, Blue boots, man. Yeah, just, I don't know, rainbow stupid boots, jacket man. guy and stuff. Um, but yeah, That's so crazy, there was actually it? a queue and... Um, recently, well, the last couple of years, a load of the Sherpers, these guys from Nepal that just nip up and down as, you know, often. Yeah, yeah. Times they know the short route. They're just like nipping up there. Going, oh, um, mate, apparently the up. Sherpas, they carried eight tons worth of rubbish off the mountain. Because these guys that are climbing up, they're just, like you know, they're eating sacred, the food and like, chucking it. No, no, no. It's like nothing sacred anymore. You just go, mm. oh, yeah, I'll climb that. No yeah. worries. Here's 100 grand. Um, so that's the there. Mount Everest traffic jam. So that's, you know, you think you've spent, you know, maybe a hundred grand, you've trained and you think you're doing something special. You get there and there's 199 other guys in the queue in front of you <laughs> to take <laughs> yeah, their yeah. picture. You know, Cause I remember like we were talking when, before we sort of did this and we were discussing yeah. like things like that. And you said to me, is it, do you think it's easy or whatever? Or do you think it's like a, a, a thing? Yeah. And, and clearly it's not easy, but, it does seem like anyone can kind of do it with a bit of yeah i think there's a up and go like you know it's there's an element of luck to it because some people deal with the oxygen better than others you know you might have a very very fit guy that gets altitude sickness and a guy that's less fit that deals with the altitude okay um so there's a i think there's an element of luck involved in it as well when you talk about the time to go up mount everest um and you take Mount Fuji as an example, which, you know, you think that's another massive mountain. Um, I watched a, an idiot abroad and Carl Pilkington, um, who's not a trained climber, does that like overnight. And yeah. Kilimanjaro, another huge, famous mountain. You can do that in a couple of days. That's it. And like, Everest is 43 days. 43. Is that, was that up and down or is that just up? Which one? Kilimanjaro or? Uh, Everest, Everest. That um, it, the fact I've got just says entire journey is uh, forty three okay. days, twenty six days from base camp. So, yeah, um, so, so I imagine that is up and down. down. Yeah, so, so it's so it's a month basically. That's a you month. Yeah, up and down this mountain, yeah. and like you, I, well, I a just month don't think, from base camp. Yeah, yeah. I just don't, I don't think you can really comprehend that. Like, no, <laughs> you know, in your mind, like. And, and it's not just like a walk, it's hmm. freezing temperatures, you know, lack of oxygen, you know, you've got all this kit on you and all the rest of it. It's, the it's, average it's... temperatures at the summit are minus 30. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. So my last wee story, um, back in 1934, so this is obviously before um, Edmund Hillary had, had climbed to the top of Mount Everest and no one had, obviously he was the first, so no one had really got near the peak. Um, back in 1934, a British pilot named Morris Wilson uh, believed that a combination of fasting and praying was all he needed to get to the top of Everest. How did that work um, out for him? <laughs> well, his plan was to fly to the highest point and walk right up to the summit. But according Easy. to the BBC, he lacked any actual flying experience or climbing experience. Off. After several... <laughs> <laughs> 
What a chancer. What a chancer. That's something. That conversation started in a pub, didn't it? I yeah. tell you what, I know how to get there. I'll just fly up and just walk the last bit. I'm sure there'll be a runway near the top. That is a proper chancer. Um, I like it. After several bumbled treks to and from the base, George never returned. His fo- body was found and buried in snow a year later. <laughs> you you can't laugh, but fair he's like he, he, he took a chance. It didn't work no, you out. You can really. laugh at that, surely. I mean that right. that's definitely that's a bet in a pop. What, that, what isn't was it? his what was his motto? Faith and what? Faith and uh, fasting and praying. Now I'm not praying. a mountaineer, but surely a good meal <laughs> for energy. I don't think fasting <laughs> is the answer. I'm going to use that in work. Yeah. I'm going to starve get, myself and get, climb a mountain. Get in a difficult situation. Fasting yeah. and praying is my fasting only way through praying. this. Um, so, yeah, so that was, like I said, that was definitely, that started in a pub, that conversation. That's fine. I'll just, I'll fly most of the way up and just walk the rest. Fair play to him, though. On an empty stomach. I'll pray if I get stuck. So, but he didn't make it, though. He kind of just died. He didn't make it, no. Um, but, so, did he, hang on, so I, don't, I know you probably don't know that much about, about it. Did he land his plane? So, he, where did he land his plane? I, it doesn't say. It just says his plan was to fly to the highest point and walk right up to the summit but he lacked any actual flying experience or climbing experience maybe no one would give him a plane yeah it's just um, rocked up like, <laughs> oh yeah um and then it says after sem- several bumbled treks to and from the base george never returned his body was oh, found really? buried in snow a year later so yeah so he didn't even fly up there by the sounds of things he just got no, to base camp no. and then Took a day trip out, walked back, thought, no, this is too much. Took yeah, another day trip out. Yeah, and then after the third day, just disappeared and fell, fell off a ridge somewhere. Walked, walked up and down a couple of times, gone, yeah, it's definitely not a runway up there. Don't think is, there that, is. Is, that, is that green boots, man? Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, conclusions Everest, is Everest the most dangerous mountain in the world? Are you, ask, are you asking me? Or you, I'm asking you, you, yeah. I want to see what you think. Well, I, I don't know. Like You've put a lot of work into this, and, and I, I do appreciate it. It's been a fun journey. It's been interesting. <laughs> um, but, you know, is it the most dangerous? Is it the most dangerous because the most peop- because a lot of people climb it? Because I've heard that K2 is quite dangerous. You know, the, it is. That, I think K2 is slightly above Everest in the yeah, actual yeah, I think death the, percentage. There's, there's more deaths on K2, the, the second most highest mountain in the world. And, you know, I, if I remember, there was a, a famous British climber, in fact, I can't remember her name now, but she did Everest and then she did K2 and she actually died on K2. Um, so You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, but that's like a professional climber, isn't it? It's not just a tourist. Well, yeah. It's like somebody does it for a living. I can appreciate professional climbers doing it because it's a passion. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those. Is it the most dangerous mountain? I don't know, man. I'm going to have to sit on the fence on this one. Well, my thoughts is that, you know, it's 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 sort of fifth on the list of the most dangerous with death percentage, but because it's the highest, it attracts people to go and climb it. Yeah, so that makes it less dangerous, surely, because more people climb it, you'd think there'd be more, more deaths. 
yeah so by that logic i would say this probably isn't the most dangerous moment but as let's say you had um uh three um electric fences and two of them had barbed wire on and they had like forty thousand volts running through them and one of them had only 10,000 volts on it, but it was covered in nice fluffy stuff that you would think, well, that one looks nicer to touch. The other ones are technically more dangerous, but more people would touch the fluffy one and maybe die. So that would I, make I it I more dangerous. I don't even know where you're going with this analogy. Just I know, I'm cutting that out, definitely. <laughs> that doesn't fit into my head at all. All I'm saying is, more people climb Everest, right? So by that logic, there should be, if it was the most dangerous, there should be more deaths. So... In my opinion, I don't consider this mountain to be the most dangerous. Right, and that's okay. that, that's my that's, that's my conclusion. Okay. How about but you? I think I think it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because you know, I suppose the the other mountains, Everest has got a set path because so many people follow the path. So when you go up there, um, there's already ropes that have been set up and stuff and people know where they're going i suppose yeah, the other there's, mountains there's, there's a lot a, less a people trod, climb them path. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, that, I mean that doesn't make it any, any less dangerous i suppose but mm -hmm. um I, I i just think that like i say there was a bit called hillary's step um that was a famous ice face that you had to climb up towards the peak yeah. um and that was a really dangerous bit because you had to literally with ice picks climb up that um but it, it fell off so it's not there anymore um so you so, don't need to so, what, so there's, a, like, there's, a, there's like an a easier route it was like yeah. yeah it was just a big like ice face but that fell off so there's like a path now right. um so yeah. i suppose it has got easier and like i said that you know people people have set up ropes and stuff like that people have a path people will communicate better whereas like anna purna and k2 if there's less people going up and down it um then you might not know the route you might have to come up with your own route so yeah i suppose I, I must agree with you it's maybe not the most dangerous in the world okay so we're coming to the conclusion I'm defeated now. on that one <laughs> you're defeated we're coming I'm defeated so it's, a, it's a double no we're saying double it's not no. the most yeah. dangerous yeah. all right i'd say it's still pretty dangerous though it's not somewhere i'm going to be trying to climb a ah, piece of piss <laughs> <laughs> right okay i think that's it i think we're done yeah. this is the first episode of the most dangerous Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yeah, tune in. We'll have another episode uh, coming soon. Coming soon, absolutely. Fraser, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Speak to you soon. Take care. <laughs> Take care.